Welcome back to the Late Bloomer podcast. My name is Juan and I am your host. Today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, some of you may know him as The Hair. Uh, <laughs> he is the director and founder of the Rhythmic Fusion Dance Company. Today we have Mike Zuniga. Hi, Mike. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Awesome. I'm great. All right. All right. That's good to hear, man. So, all right. Right off the bat, um, Mike, do you, do you remember how we met? Because I don't. I have no idea how no. we met. I think it was probably in a class. It probably was. Yeah. I, like officially meeting, but um, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but just to kind of give you a little bit of context of our history. So um, I had just started in the dancing, I want to say like maybe five or six years ago. And um, one of my friends was working the door at PCH. And then another one of my friends was there with her anyway. They were going off about Mike Zuniga. They were just like, Mike Zuniga this, Mike Zuniga that, right? And I'm just standing there. I'm just like, who the fuck is Mike Zuniga, right? And I'm pretty sure I said that. And then dead ass Mike. As soon as I said that, like, I turned over and you're there. You're like, hi, my name is Mike Zuniga. I'm checking out. I was like, fuck. Shut up. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know if you heard me or not, but I was just like, oh, shit. I made myself seem like a complete That's dick so in front funny. of this guy. No, I didn't but, remember that. Um, I think that night you were performing with uh, RF Men. Okay. The, the, I think some people have called it the Cheetah Boys routine. You know what you're oh, talking about? Oh, that was the, a while ago. Yeah, yeah, day, yeah. It was a minute ago. It has Dang, been. Dang, that must have been like seven years ago maybe or six years ago i think like maybe six years ago yeah yeah that was and, a while ago. but it has it was a minute and uh well anyway th that was my first uh introduction to who mike zuniga is and i'm i've told you this before although i think you might have been a little bit drunk when i told you <laughs> which is fine but um i uh seeing that routine is what made me want to be a part of a men's team oh nice. so it, it like kind of really inspired me to be like all right i want to go ahead and do that that's you awesome. Know, well, because it was like the first time uh, seeing it. But um, yeah. for, for those people that don't know exactly who it is that you are, I gave a little small introduction. Interruption. Introduction. Who is Mike Zuniga? So um, I'm Mike Zuniga. I'm 33 years old. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a dancer. I... Yeah, that's me. I, uh, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm, I started dancing about uh, 11 years ago now. Okay. Dancing at, at all. Like, I started with, uh, with bachata. Okay. And just kind of took off from there, you know? Yeah. I, I went to, uh, I just fell in love with the music. I fell in love with bachata music on a trip to visit my family in El Salvador. Okay. And then just came back home and I was like in love with the music I told all my friends about it all my friends were like salsa dancers but I was never really like I've gone to a few spots but I, I wasn't good at it okay. you know what I mean so then I just started to like you know dance uh take a lesson I took a lesson in bachata and then just kind of like and that just changed your world yeah it just changed everything it changed like everything about me like my whole plan yeah in in life <laughs> no, it's, uh, that's fair man but so before we go into the to the dance, because that was 11 years ago, so let's yeah. go a little bit farther back than that. Where, oh, where'd you further. grow up, Mike? Uh, so I grew up in Orange County. Okay. Yeah, I was born in L.A., but I grew up my entire life in Orange County. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what'd you do uh, as a kid? Like, did you have any activities? Did, did you dance as a kid, like, at all? Like, any quinceañeras, anything like that? Yeah, I always liked dance. Yeah. Um, but it was never, like, growing up as a kid, yeah. it was never, like the normal thing to do okay. you know it was like 
you're a boy like yeah. you should be like playing soccer or like playing video games or whatever um but you you shouldn't be dancing like that was not okay so like most of like my mainly my male family members were like like oh you know why don't you like try soccer try this or try something else yeah but i always liked music and i always liked to dance um so but i never it was never like something that uh i could have like taken a class or something because it was not it was not obtainable it was not yeah at that yeah that age you know yeah um were you any good at soccer no i was terrible i was like yeah like i was really bad at like any sport besides like track or like swim like i was good at like all the individual kind of sports but like the like I, I would, I would just get so nervous to like that, like that I wasn't like let anybody down mm-hmm. on the team. Yeah. So I just got like super nervous. I had like no coordination. Mm-hmm. Like just, it was just not for me. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Well, <laughs> it's funny that you said. So I played soccer when I was younger, but not out of my own choosing. My dad told me he was just like, "You're gonna be a soccer star." You know, and then, you know, as the years have gone on, I've been able to kind of tell my dad, like, you realize that I got your coordination, right? There was no way that that was going to end up happening. But like, uh, but no, I did. I played tennis. I like succeeded in tennis. It was okay. a very individual sport. So that, yeah. that is interesting yeah. to, to hear. I didn't know that you, you swam. Yeah. Like swam and track. Like that was like cross country. Like yeah. that's like what I... Like that's like the the like the sports that I was like okay I, I can do this yeah you know this is cool, and the sports that you did did you feel supported by yeah. by your family like those yeah I felt supported I mean I always felt support from my family it wasn't like that they didn't support me but it was a kind of yeah. like oh you know why don't you try this like we'll support you more in this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll support you a little bit but this is where you're gonna <laughs> yeah. get everybody showing yeah, up yeah exactly that's that's crazy dude um so what were you doing up until like dance came into your life then like you said that it derailed your plans a little bit or essentially it i would like to say it put you on the right path that you didn't know that you were supposed to be on yeah right so what were you doing before that okay so before before dance um i worked at mcdonald's actually (laughs) for like uh for like five years yeah, so it was my first job. Turned sixteen, I was like, okay, I gotta get a job. Yeah. So you know, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go apply to all these places, and the only place that would hire me with like zero experience was McDonald's. So I was like, all right, cool. I guess I'm gonna be working at McDonald's. So I got this job, and I ended up like really, really like loving the business. You know, like loving like their business structure. I loved just the whole idea of systems creating systems and i was like you know i was going to school for accounting uh when i decided like this is what i'm gonna do like after when i was 16 and i like you know i I moved up Mm -hmm. through it until eventually i became like an assistant manager then i became a general manager and as a general manager going to school for accounting i was like this is like this is what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life right like for sure i want to work for mcdonald's forever Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, you're crazy. But I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, this business, like, is amazing. You and were loving it, dude. Like, I was, like, loving it. So, <laughs> so I started, um, yeah, I was like, this is, this is it. This is it for me. Like, I want to own my own franchise. Like, you know, I, I was really close to my franchise owners. And I was really close to, like, all my management team mm-hmm. and the supervisors. And they were, like, my mentors. And they, they were like, hey, go to school. 
like get your degree and you'll always have that to fall back on but like you'll always have like a like opportunity here you yeah. know and I was like this is this is awesome um and then I ended up taking my trip to El Salvador with with my family and bachata was like in like it like everywhere you went you were you were hearing bachata music yeah so I like I fell in love with the music right away I love the instruments I love the feel and then it reminded me when I came back home of like being in El Salvador with my family and like I just brought back good memories yeah so like I, I was like all about it telling all my friends about it like you gotta listen to this music and all, most of my friends were like obviously like into like top 40s but I had some friends that were like into salsa music and so they would always tell me to go go out dancing with them I would try it but I was like man like salsa is so hard like this is I'm used to like dancing like by myself or like just crazy you know yeah, like yeah. no rules so then my friend that was like super into salsa was like, yo, you have to like come and check out this bachata class. And I was like, what? Like, how could you like possibly dance to this music? Like that's so weird. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go check this thing out. So she drives me to the LA Dance Center um, where um, George, like Jorge Contreras and Leslie, they're running a class, okay. like a bachata class. I think Leslie wasn't there that day, but he was like the main instructor. Mm -hmm. And so I go in and I sign up for the class, whatever, I take the class. It was like awesome, it was so much fun. And like, I enjoyed like meeting some new people. And he's like, hey, like, you're, you got some moves. Like, do you, you wanna stick around and like check out our team? And I was like, I had no idea what that meant. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, okay, sure. Like, I'll, I'll check out this team. And I, st I, I stayed and like these all these like people come in and they're like all doing this choreography and i was like man like what is this like this is so cool and yeah and then i was like he's like hey like after the rehearsal was over he was like hey like if you want to like you know like join like you should come next week and whatever and i lived in orange county this was like all the way in la and yeah. i think it was probably like on a tuesday or a wednesday so i made that drive and yeah, that I just like every night, like when, once that happened and I got really close to George, like we, he, I saw like his, um, his passion for like growing bachata, Yeah, you know? And I was like there with him through like a lot of that. Like when Stevens was like starting up, there was like nobody there, it was empty on a Wednesday night. And like everybody like laughed when like he would say that he was gonna do a bachata night. Well, isn't that because like salsa was, wasn't Stevens the salsa spot before yeah. it was a bachata spot? So like so a Tuesday why. night spot was yeah. like, it was the, the salsa spot on a Tuesday was Stevens. Like mm -hmm. it was like everybody went to Stevens on a Tuesday night. You know, I remember like them playing bachata and like everybody would sit down or they would just chill out, like have something like a super chill, like bachata song. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, it was like one bachata to like 10 salsas, you know? Yeah. So yeah, like, and just like watching him do all of that and then he started to travel eventually when he started to travel he he um like basically looked to me to to help him with the classes as as they were um traveling i would take care of the classes in la um so i would go to la help out with the classes while they were gone and then still working my day job and going to school so i was like just always busy yeah you know like if i'm not i was always like driving around somewhere to like college or to um to work or to dance and then eventually um there was a competition at stevens and i had just been dancing for like 
I want to say I, went, I had been dancing for six months. And, um, and I was like, oh, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this competition. I don't know why. After six months of dancing. After six months of dancing. I was like, I'm going to do this competition. This was before I started teaching and all that stuff. But uh, this is kind of like where, like, my commitment to my McDonald's career started to, like, change. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, man, like, maybe I want to do this. Because I started to do, I did this competition, and I, like, I ended up placing, like, third place. And it was, like, for the the, the stupidest reasons. Um, like, the person that should have really won didn't use a bachata song, so they ended up, like, not placing. Um, they ended up, like, placing fourth place. But they were, like, amazing. And I, I ended up placing third place. And um, Based off of a technicality. Yeah. But yeah. my show was, like, ter- like, terrible, terrible technique. But... I got to say that the way that I, I felt that the way that I like danced, people got super excited about it. Cause okay. I was like so into it and it was just so raw and it was just like, just feeling it. You know what I mean? Like no technique whatsoever, yeah. but people liked it, you know? Um, and then once that happened, like I started getting asked like, Hey, like you should come and perform this show here or you should come and, you know, do, uh, do a show in like different places and, I started to like travel more and you know bachata had just started there was like really not a lot of people like teaching or performing Mm -hmm. so just kind of like it just just happened that i was there at the right time and people liked what i was doing and so um my like my dancing just like kind of like really took off from there you know and i started to like travel and and start to teach and then eventually i was like man like this is what i want to do now like i mean i always had so many doubts because it's dance Mm -hmm. but i knew that like i was really passionate about it so i was like this is where i need to be right now well before we get into your doubts mike because i'm still kind of stuck (laughs) on the fact that you were dancing for six months and then you decided to just throw your fucking hat in the ring i've been dancing for what six seven years and i still don't have the fucking right But it, I guess it, it just goes to show, like, it speaks so much on your passion for the art. You know, you were just like, all right, I'm just going to fucking do this, you know. And, and you took a chance mm-hmm. on yourself and and people liked what you did. And yeah. That's, that's fucking dope, dude. Like, uh, that's crazy. So <laughs> after that, after those six months, you, you didn't go off and, and start your own thing. You were teaching, but with Jorge Contreras' company or? Yeah. yeah. So I was teaching with George and, and Leslie was um, that bachata caliente okay yeah so i was with them for a while and then um i started teaching classes out here in orange county once i started teaching with them i was like oh like i want to do some classes out here in in the oc because there's nobody teaching out here yeah so i started teaching um and i started getting like a following of my friends non-dancers like just people that just i was close to from high school or just that i knew that that liked what I was doing and they were like, oh, I want to learn how to dance. Yeah. So I literally just got like a group of my friends that didn't dance. And, and I was like, I'll teach you guys how to dance. So we would just go, like I would go to their house. Or I would go to like, I had like one of my really good friends, like she worked at a shop and I would go to her shop and we would just like, I would teach her to dance, like just for fun. Like, no, like 
they didn't pay me or anything like that. It was just just for fun. Yeah. And then um, eventually, I was like, man, like when I st- I want to start these classes. I started the classes. I op- I <laughs> I ended up opening up a dance studio in like a um, auto body shop, like a mechanic shop. Yeah. That my like close friends had, and they had like an extra room. So I ended up like opening up like a teeny tiny little studio and like running classes from there, and then just teaching like weekly classes there. <laughs> at a fucking mechanic shop. at a mechanic shop yeah like the mirrors are still there at this spot really? <laughs> yeah I swear I still, that's where I go to like get my car serviced yeah so like I'll like it was just crazy I'm gonna lost for fucking words right now yeah it was crazy I had some I, I had a good friend that like really uh, was supportive of the idea I and she's like you, yeah, yeah she's like well, let's do this like why not and I was like why not? At that point, what the fuck do you got to lose? I was yeah. like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I had, uh, I was like, this is, I'm going to just do this. Who yeah. cares? But um, I failed, like, 100%. Like, it was just, like, it was good for while it lasted, and it was really fun. It was a great experience, but it was not something that I could have done, like, only that. I could have not just done that. And to run a studio and have, like, a full-time job and go to school... And travel to LA to teach classes, it was just impossible. So I pretty much like just stopped the studio and just, yeah. But that's how I started the teams, is like with the friends, with a whole bunch of my friends in this studio, um, just coming up with the choreography just for the fun of it, you know? Like I just to create my creative juices out. I was like, oh, like I wanna do a choreo. Like I like the song and I feel like I could, like I, I, I had ideas in my head I'm like, I just want to like put them together. So I just brought all my friends that didn't know anything about dance. Mm-hmm. And we just like came together and, and put a routine together and performed it for the LA Bachata Festival the first year. And that was under the <clears throat> Rhythmic Fusion band. Yeah, like, yeah. Actually, when we performed it, it, was, it didn't really have a name. We, once the festival was over in February, the first year, um, we decided, oh, like, let's do it again like let's do something what do we call this you know so like all all my friends at that point we came together they came together actually and they just put all these names and then they like gave me like oh these are the names i told them i don't want my name to be affiliated whatsoever with it you didn't want it to be the mike zunig project no i didn't want it to be that because i didn't want i didn't want it to be about me one and i also Mm -hmm. didn't want it to be limited to only what i can do or to only salsa or only bachata or whatever, right? I wanted it to be like open so that if at some point it became more, like it could be, it could be, it could be whatever. You wanted to be all inclusive to all different types of dance styles mm-hmm. and interpretations. Yeah. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you, you did the, that, um, at this point you're not dancing with, uh, bachata caliente anymore, right? Or are you still doing that? I am. I am, and that was like a whole other conversation that <laughs> that me and Leslie and George had to have, and my dance partner at the time, Becky. Like we had to like have a conversation and be like, okay, what what is this? For a for a minute, it was like, should I open up Bachata Caliente Orange County? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was like, you know, it was, everything was just so new to all of us. Yeah. So it was it was like we didn't really know what to do. Um, 
so yeah so then i just decided that i was just gonna do my own do my own thing and then continue to dance with them so i still continued to dance with them at that point and i just kind of ran my own company but i never really i never wanted it to really grow i was just like this is what i'm going to do right now for fun with my friends and we're just going to come up with choreographies and perform okay you know so that was like probably like the first like year or two years and it wasn't until like it wasn't until probably the second year that I decided that I was going to focus on growing that and stop dancing with Bachata Caliente and focus on myself as a dancer and to grow a company. And so then I decided I uh, decided to go back to college to take uh, dance classes and to f work on finishing my accounting degree. So I was taking... I was taking two business classes and two dances classes each, each semester. And then I had auditions for my company and, and we had a crazy amount of people that came like the, the first time we had our auditions because we hadn't had auditions and people kept on like, oh, like, how do we join? I was like, why? Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, why? Like, I don't know how you're going to, like, I just didn't know what, what You didn't that, know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, like. I guess you could just come to practice, but, yeah. and then I was like, I guess we, I guess maybe I should hold auditions for this. And so then we did, we had like a lot, we had a, a really good turnout and the, the team grew a lot. And so then I decided to, the, my friends that I had like throughout, through dance during that time in bachata, like in the bachata scene, I was like, Hey, like, can you help me? Cause I have like all these students that want to learn, mm -hmm. but like, I can't teach them all myself. So like, if you could just come and help me, like, and they were like all about it, you know? So we just did that for a while and just build it. We just kind of build it from there. I had my friend Tanya, my friend Serena, and a few other friends. Becky was still there too. Um, Daniel Morquecho was like also a big influence and like, you know, getting, he was very supportive, like getting people in and like, you know, telling them about the team. And yeah, so we, um, yeah, we just started to just come up with like, it was more like a production style, you know? Mm -hmm. We did like we did some like bacha tango, like we did like she like my friend Tanya would do some hip hop and we would just do all kinds of like stuff. You know, like I'm like, whatever you want, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like if you wanna do something, like let's do it. We did like a Janet Jackson piece one year. Um yeah, so no we shit. just yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. and so we just kinda like went crazy with it and just just had fun. It was a really good time. Like uh I'm really just trying to wrap my head around it because I'm trying to think, okay, at what point did he come up with the RF men piece then? Because I'm trying to like, essentially, I'm trying to see when, at what point in Mike Zuniga's dance career was I introduced to Mike Zuniga? <laughs> like, so I'm trying to think. So we met about six years ago. At that point, if you've been dancing for 11 years, let's just do some, some at mm. that point you had already been dancing for five. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I'm really bad at math and I'm really bad at like remembering what year oh, things really? like I'm terrible at that like I'm just like oh it's all a, like kind of a like I remember certain parts but I can't like place it all together especially when you start throwing in the years I'm like I don't remember anything oh really yeah shit I mean I guess you could go back and look at all the YouTube videos and probably put it together oh really yeah oh, that, I should do fair. that one day <laughs> no, I, don't know. I tend to be really good at just like remembering like certain people that 
um, I don't know, over the years I've fluctuated between the type of crowd that I've hung out with or just like I like to get myself involved with different types of people so that yeah. I'll be like, okay, so at this point in time I was hanging out with so-and-so so that connects to this yeah, yeah, yeah. math uh, that, that helps me out. <laughs> so uh, at one point what happened was like the team got really big, right? That yeah. season, it was like, okay, it was like, it was like five couples where they were my friends. Then I had auditions and we had like, I, I want to say we had like 12 couples, maybe 15 couples, which is a lot for that time. Um, so, and, and then that was good. But then I realized, like, I, I left my job. I had already quit McDonald's and I was kind of going from job to job. I went to Sprint. That's how I actually, I met Caesar is at Sprint Caesar when I, I didn't even know that he danced, which is crazy because we ended up becoming really good friends through dance. Caesar Guaretti. Um, you didn't know he, I didn't know he danced. Like I met him at Sprint. We both worked in retail at Sprint and that's how I met him. And we just clicked. And then he told me he he salsa he danced salsa, and I was like oh I danced bachata and then and then we were like oh like we would just go to different clubs he would go to like the salsa clubs and yeah. I would go more to the bachata clubs and we ended up becoming really good friends he'd be at Stevens on Tuesday nights and you'd be, and there, be there on Wednesday, Wednesday exactly <laughs> so yeah and then we became really good friends and like he started teaching me like a few things like in salsa and we just started hanging out and just we just had like a genuine connection but we also had like the love of dance yeah. in common anyhow. I, at that point, like when I, when the team grew a lot, I, it was really overwhelming. Like it, it was a lot. And I felt like my expectations from my students at some point, it stopped becoming fun for me. Like at first it was so much fun and creative and I loved that part of it. But then at some point I, I just felt like my expectations from, from my students were like, I wanted them to be like what I expected for myself, yeah. like as a as a more serious dancer, like more of a professional dancer. And I started to kind of lose like the fun of it. You know, I was like, man, like, why am I doing this right now? Like, I don't like, I just felt like I needed to really focus on myself more. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, and I felt sometimes like I couldn't give my students any more either. So I started to, I, I decided to just let it go. And I just like let go of the team for a year. I just, yeah, I just didn't do it. I just traveled and I started doing the men's stuff at that point. That's when I started doing more of like, I worked more on myself. So I did a lot of stuff by myself um, or with um, one of my dance partners at that time. And and um, yeah, and then I just, I did that for about a year. Um, and then I was like, okay, I want to do this, but I want to get like a group of like really strong dancers. And since I had been taking these like ballet classes at, in college, mm -hmm. I got to know a lot of like a lot of dancers there. And so we, I started teaching them how to dance um, bachata. So I had a few of my, fr it was just three of us, three couples, and I just got them together. And I was like, I just want to come up with like a really good piece. And I had this idea of a routine. I came to it came together and we did it. And, and I started like to really realize that, like, that they, they were good dancers, but they did it because of like the, the team, like working together with other people mm -hmm. and us going out to eat after practice. And that's what really kept us together. It wasn't so much of the, the dancing. It was a sense of camaraderie between everybody exactly. together. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I was like, man, like, this is, this is crazy that 
like I realized this and and then that's when I hit like a a time where I was like thinking what am I going to do with my life (laughs) um like I'm getting older and am I going to be able to dance forever and should I just go back to school and not do this anymore and then I was in a relationship where it was very much, um, are you really gonna dance forever? Like, are you gonna be able to like have a family? Are you gonna be able to be home on the weekends? That kind of okay. situation. And it made me realize a lot of things. When I finally, when we finally broke up, I was able to like really put the situation, the perspective from like what I wanted to do, like what I felt I needed to do you know uh, and I was like man I, I like this is like I feel like I'm doing dance is where I need to be you know um, I, I, I realized that I was helping so many people um, through dance like I had a lot of just a lot of students that were like man like you know before like the team like I just it was like I just didn't feel like I had friends or I felt like I couldn't get the confidence to like go talk to other people. And just, I was like, man, like this is really cool that we can offer this. And they would like create their own community of people that have something in common. And to me, that's fascinating. Yeah. Like building communities and building friendships and relationships and seeing like everything that happens through the team. Um, You created a home. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, I, I was like, man, this is, this is it. This is it. Like, I, I didn't think about anything else after that. I was like, I, I don't want to go back to school. Like, I don't care about that. Like, this is where I want to focus on the teams, and I'm going to focus on dance. And specifically, the teams is what I really wanted to focus on. Did you have any doubts? Like, when, when you were going into it, like, initially, like, any voices in your head that were saying, is this going to be the right thing? Like, yes, you had that, uh, I guess you could call it an epiphany of, yes, this is what I want to do. But was there any sort of, just like, is this going to be, like soulfully it's fulfilling me like as a person it's fulfilling me but yeah financially you know is this, is this i didn't you know i didn't because because of my business background because okay. i was like oh like i found something here like i've like this makes sense yeah people will pay for this you know i realized like this makes sense like it you're all part of a group that you all have one thing in common and why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? Like, it's like a no-brainer. Yeah. Like, why, why wouldn't you? It's, it's so much fun, you know? And there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of thing, there's not a lot of activities like that out there that you have to, like, you have to be so social with people and interact with people and you get the human touch, you get the emotional and then you get to like build your confidence look at yourself in the mirror like feel good about yourself like there's so many positive things why like it's a no-brainer why would you not and then why would you not want to provide that for people like provide like building your confidence building like your self-esteem um like all of that you know it's just to me it was like dude why wouldn't people want to be a part of this like anybody would want to be a part of this and it's not intimidating you know, which is like with bachata, it's so like welcoming and it's so yeah. easy. You know what I mean? Like in the very, when you first start dancing, like you go step, 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 like, 
I can have anybody do it. Like you can have anybody dancing with anybody in like five minutes. So I'm like, dude, this is, this is it. <coughs> you, you seem to have like a lot of confidence. Did you always have that? I'm, I'm curious, <laughs> dude, because I mean, I'll, I'll admit when I was young, younger and even to this day, like I, I have to kind of sell my false sense of confidence all the time. Um, I think a lot of that stems from when I was younger. I just, I just didn't have any. So I'm yeah. essentially trying to fake it till I make it at this point. But when I, when I see Michael, I'm just like, that's, that's Mike Zuniga. That's fucking Mike Zuniga. Like you just, I don't know. You just have like this energy around you, this, this aura. Did, did you always have that? Or was that something that over time you ended up developing or have you always just been a very social person? <coughs> Sorry. Um, <clears throat> dance for sure. Like, if it, before dance, I was not like this at all. Really? I swear. What, what were you like? If you Super shy. You can ask my mom. I'm like, she always tells me all the time. I'll like, have her on the podcast, yeah, and then should. we'll go ahead and talk. <laughs> <clears throat> like, she says, like, I was super, super shy. Like, I couldn't, like, order my own food. Yeah, like, if you would go to, like, the... Like, if I went to go to a restaurant to, to eat, like, I wouldn't want to order my own food. Like, I was just, like, super, super shy all the time. Really? Yeah. And, like, I, like, in the playground, my younger sister would always be, like, protecting me. So my little sister would, like, I would always be, like, like kind of, like, scared and bullied around. I was, like, always bullied as a kid all the time. All the time. And my sister, like, my little sister, she's, like, she's really feisty. Mm -hmm. So she would always be protecting me. Like, in the playground, when kids would, like, bully me, she would always be the one that would be, like, don't mess with my, with my big brother. <laughs> No yeah, <clears throat> and so my mom, my mom, my mom was a janitor like growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, she worked at John Wayne Airport, like cleaning the, cleaning the, um, the flight school. So okay. her uniform kind of looked like a cop uniform because it was like gray and blue. Mm -hmm. So whenever like the bullies would come, like would come after me and would come like towards me after school, I would always try to walk towards my mom because they always thought she was a cop. Cause her like her uniform kind of looked like she'd be a cop or like a security of some sort, yeah. So and at that point you'd be like they're they're not. Yeah. Then they would just like leave, you know. But yeah. they didn't know that she was my mom, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I like growing up I was like super shy, super super shy. But it, I swear it was dance. Then that's why I believe in it so much because yeah. it really built my confidence a lot, you know. To, um, it's just like having a skill that, that makes you feel good about yourself, you know? And you're, when you're good at something, you're like, oh man, like it makes you feel good about yourself. And I found something that came pretty natural to me, you know? I wasn't like, I, I, I like to think that like, I, it took me like a lot of work to be, be better, like taking a lot of tech, like taking technique classes, but like the, like the flavor of it, like I feel like that came very natural to me, you know? Like mm -hmm. the, the, a lot of like the Latin movement, it was just like, really natural to me so it really I found something that I was like oh man like I'm really good at this you know and um and it really built my confidence a lot you know I, f I felt like oh I could like like oh I could go talk to like a random stranger and ask them to dance you know and yeah. it made me I feel like oh like and it just made me feel good about myself dude I still can't do that shit <laughs> I really cannot it takes me a good while like uh I recorded a podcast with Marissa 
and uh, I don't know if you've had a. Ch- you told me that you started, but yeah, I did. all the way through. But um, I don't know if you got to the part where I admitted to her. Like it took me like two years. I did hear that part. Yeah, fucking just <laughs> and our friend Ricardo, he he kept on telling me, "Don't be a little bitch, do it." Yeah. <laughs> just like, nope. It's scary, man. Like it, it is being like like being let de- like having somebody tell you no, even if it's like for whatever reason. Yeah. Like they're still saying no, you know. Yeah. And it's scary. It, it really is. It's just yeah. Like, oh, okay. Fine. Bye. It's but, still. Yeah. I think. I think. I, honestly, it's still scary for me too. Like sometimes I don't ask people, and I'm like, oh, I, they probably think that I don't ask them because, because I. But sometimes I'm like, oh, like what if they have like to like what if they say no? Like what if they have to like, they want to go get water or something or I don't know. You know? And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm just not gonna ask. I'm just gonna stay here. <laughs> Unless it's like someone I know that I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. I'll ask them today. It has that comfortability where it's just like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. Let's go out to dance. Yeah. 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 No, I, I know what you mean, man. So, because you and I, I was a part of RF at one point yeah. for a very small stint. <laughs> I was part of the men's team yeah. audition. I remember uh, at the time I had, a, I had a girlfriend and I remember telling her, I was like, this is it. I've been wanting this for a really long time. I remember that. And then the drives became a thing because I was coming down from Pasadena. Um, but whenever somebody tells me, or like uh, whenever somebody brings up RF, you know, um, they're just like, they're so clean. They're, they're just like on point with their shit, you know? And I'm just like, and I know exactly why. <laughs> and I've been to their practices. <laughs> um, but it, it does work. Um, like you, you have a very, you know, um, I don't want to say no bullshit kind of zone, but you are there to work yeah. because by the end of the day, this is your craft, you know, mm-hmm. Th- this is, this represents you. And I remember being in there and just thinking to myself, man, this this is not what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. But but it was still just it it was eye opening in the sense where um, I did. I, I wish I could practice some of those things whenever it is that I'm practicing with my team. But yeah, by the end of the day, it's just we fuck around a lot. But um, <laughs> no, man, like some some of the. I don't want to say methods because methods makes it sound like, you know, you torture some of these people because you don't, but the, the way that you go about it, it's, it's like, uh, strict, yeah. but you get the fucking results yeah. and, and it shows and it speaks volumes to, to how it is that, that you run your team. And, uh, how long did it take you to get to that point where it was just like you, like <laughs> you wanted to keep pushing and pushing and you knew exactly what it is that you needed to do to keep pushing and get that out of your students yeah your, your team members um it just i just feel like there has to be a balance yeah. right but at the end of the day why joining a team really works is because you have a deadline yeah when you social dance you don't have a deadline so, I mean, even if you want to get better at social dancing, I always tell people, like, join the team. Like, oh, yeah, 110%. You know, join the team because you're going to be forced to learn stuff that you're going to apply in social dancing, but you're going to have a deadline. And that's what separates um, someone who's more serious about their dancing. Yeah. You know? And to me, if you're going to pay me money to teach you something, like, I'm going to make sure that you get, like, you learn something. You're getting you know? the bang for your buck. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not there to be your friend. Like, I'm nice to you, and I, and I do want to be your friend, but that's not why you're paying me to be your friend. Like, yeah. you, it's because you want to learn what I know. 
is what I feel is like you're joining the team. If you're joining my team is because you want to learn what I know. And, and that's what we do. Like, if you come to rehearsal, it's like, this is the goal. And like, this is what we need to get to. Um, and we work really, really hard. Like we put in a lot of work and, um, and there, there, it depends on the level that you're at, the level of like, we don't bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're like in our beginner level team, it's not like that at all. Like it's very like, there's still a deadline, but your routine's only a minute. <laughs> so are they really? Yeah. Okay. They're like a minute, a minute 30 max or level one, level two. So we have more time until we're like, okay guys, like let's do it again. Like it's okay. Like we're going to get this together and it's, it's a lot of fun. You're still going to learn a lot, but you have more time and your routine is shorter. So it, it's less, um, less of that like stressfulness, I guess, or okay. less of that, um, uh, pressure. Right. But when you start to get to like a level three, four, it's like, okay, like now you're serious about your dancing. Like you're doing things that are more uh, physical. So, uh, that we need to like keep you on your toes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, and then if you get to our competition team, it's just like something crazy. Like, it's like, okay, like we're here to work. Yeah. We're not here. Like we can have fun after practice. Right. But like we have to maximize our time. So it's a lot of, a lot of repetition, a lot of like, okay, muscle memory. We got to do this over and over and over until right. we get it together because no, like not one person cannot look different. Like every single person needs to look exactly the same, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the way that I see it. Um, it, I feel like it works because the numbers show like we, we have like people that have been with us for since day one. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> since day one. Like, I kid you not, I have people that have been with me for nine years. So it's like, you know, and they're, they love it. Like, they're super happy with it. They, they're, they, they, they know how it is, you know, um, but it's not for everybody. You know, I always tell people like, hey, team one, teams is not for everybody. And two, my team might not be for you. You know, that's like it, it might be another team and that's okay. Um, but if you don't try it, you'll never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I get it. And I, I don't get hurt when people leave. Like I, it's, it's sad to see people leave. Like it, it sucks to see people leave like at any situation, but I understand. Like I get it, you know, priorities or maybe you didn't like it or whatever. But I always feel like, you know, you have to try it, you know, whether it be my team or another team. I really always tell people, like, if you really want to get better, you really should join a team. Mike, you weren't fucking hurt when I left? <laughs> I only no, cried. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, 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 I, I understand. No, um, I, there were reasons why it is that I, that I had yeah. to, you know, distance was one of the major ones. But I will say that, uh, so I was with Rhythmic Fusion, then um, I... I don't know if you've heard this fucking story before. I've probably told you. I was drafted into fucking Latin Rap City. I don't even know how, like, oh, yeah, you told me that. <laughs> uh, or Ruben was just like, hey, dude, you know, just come out and check our team out, right? So I go <clears throat> to one practice one night. I thought it was a class at first. That's what he sold me on. And then I walk in, and he was like, hey, guys, so this is our newest member, Juan. I was like, what the fuck are you talking that about? That sounds like nothing Ruben yeah, it was just, He was like, I believe in you, dude. I was like, what the fuck? We just met. I have no idea what it is that you're talking about. I haven't signed anything. Anyway, so that's how I ended up getting drafted onto Ladder Rhapsody. Um, but I will say that 
whenever like the things that I learned on my short time with Rhythmic Fusion really did help me when I was going over to Latin Rhapsody. And to this day, those are things that I still carry on because yeah. um, I was doing the training team that you host. You still host on Sundays, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I remember like the basics, the very basic that you had to work on with like your weight transitioning and everything. It's just like every single time that I'm doing a routine, that's what I focus on. Yeah. I need to make sure that everything Good. is Good, I did my to. job. You did, you did. And then, but it, what was it? I remember there were times where uh, Ruben would say, he's just like, he's like, you guys think I'm hard? I'm going to get Mike in here. <laughs> it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> and then, um, but that's because I knew it was just, he would clean and Ruben would say, he was like, I'm going to bring Mike Zuniga over here to clean you guys. I'm like, and he'll do it like it's yeah. and it'll work because like i said you're you deliver and when you guys perform even when when we do the sucias project like i do you know the guys give the energy that they give and i appreciate it. but there were some times where i looked at the routines and i'm just like they were off sync just a little bit you know but then i see uh rhythmic fusion and then you guys are just all on point mm -hmm. and it's like holy shit like this is this is what we strive to be at in terms of sync, uh, syncing together. But then again, we don't. We have the luxury of not having a deadline because it's just like kind of a group project that yeah, we do yeah, together. Yeah. So yeah, that is our kind of free space. But I think going forward, I'm gonna have to start implementing deadlines. To yeah, yeah. Get ourselves and push ourselves there. Yeah, man. Cleaning um, cleaning the routines is like. Is I realize that not it's not. It's something that's like a it's a skill <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like it's not a lot of people have, no, it's you know, and, and it's like, you really have to be like present when you're cleaning a routine, like, and you have to be like really like knowing what's going on throughout the entire thing with every single person. And yeah. that's, that's really hard. It's really hard to do. But, um, but I think every season for me is like a learning experience. Like every season I'm never like, Oh yeah. Like I figured it out. Like, let's just duplicate. Like, no, every season is, needs to get better. So as I go through it, I'm like, man, what could have made this season better than last year? Like, how could the teams would have been cleaner? How could we have people, like, have more fun? You know, because we do a lot of this, like, cleaning. But then we also really focus on, like, doing a lot of team outings and doing a lot of, like, um, potlucks and doing a lot of, like, fun activities and always bringing people in to, like, you know, like just celebrate that you're here and celebrate that like you made it to practice and that you did a good job. Yeah. Like we always do that, you know? So there's always like, there's always like a, a good side, you know, a, a happy side yeah. <laughs> to like everything and all the hard work. And at the end is the most rewarding part, you know, because you look back and you can like, you know, you can look back at your old videos like from when the season started and you can look at it and be like, man, like I really, got a lot better like I really grew as a dancer and when you watch your like your videos of your performance you, you look at it and you're like man like that looks good it looks really clean I, I look and it builds your confidence yeah you know you're like man I, I did it you know that's the best part I feel of like the teams oh yeah 110% yeah. I don't know just getting to at least for us, just getting to perform yeah. was that one thing where it was just like, <laughs> oh, we fucking did it. It's over. After like five failed announcements. <laughs> like, don't tell me that. Don't fucking tell me that. Don't remind me about it. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is? Is that we were building up hype for something yeah. that people <laughs> yeah. weren't prepared for. I'm telling you, it got to the point where it was, I don't know. It, it just became one of those things where I started getting messages from people. Where it's just like, are you guys ever going to do this? You guys were just trolling. You guys aren't really going to perform. 
I really felt bad at one instance, uh, Cynthia and Orlando. I uh-huh. think they, we were set to perform at a Unified in November. And they took, I, I can't remember if Cynthia like took the day off or what it was, but anyway, so they show up and I'm just there, you know, standing outside the Unified. She's like, hey, performances are about to start. I was like, oh shit, that's my bad. That I, we're, we're, not performing. we're not performing tonight. But we will be next month. <laughs> oh man! But I also felt like it was it it was just the perfect timing when we ended up performing, um, just because uh, we where was it that we debuted? Ataka and Alamana's Goodbye Social. Which, uh, one, which one was that? That was in where, uh, where was it? Atomic Ballroom in Fullerton. That's Atomic. where we ended up debuting, and the reason that oh I yeah, yeah, it was, yeah yeah it was yeah, great was yeah. because we debuted in Reno. Wasn't it a themed? Wasn't there a theme to it? I can't remember like if there was a something? theme. Okay. I can't remember if I'm. Okay, okay, honest. I do remember that social. But the reason that I thought it was perfect was because we were looking for the venue to do it at. We we're just like, where are we gonna do this? Anyway, so uh, after we came back from Reno, when we initially debuted our first routine, when we were under the Latin Rhapsody moniker. Um, <coughs> Uh, Ataka and Alamana came to watch us at our first LA performance. I think there were only like four or five people there, if I'm going to be honest. It was oh, like okay. at Alcopulco, but I was surprised to see Ataka and Alamana there, you know? And That's cool. They, they came to watch us, and I was like, holy shit, th- this is dope. That was um, really cool, actually. And then I just felt like that was perfect. Like, I was just like, okay, this is your goodbye social. Let's debut here. And I remember reaching out to Luis Aragon, and I was just like, hey, dude, is there any way that we can get it? And he's like, I don't know. Performances are limited. I said, come on, dude, what do I got to do to get us on there? And then finally he handed a message from me back and he said that, that we were good to go. But I actually think that people thought it was a joke because, you know, we go under the name Susias. And I remember, I forgot who it was, came into the room and they were just like, uh, this must have been a typo, Susios. And, and then we turned around like, no, no, you got it right. It's, it's Susias. Susias. <laughs> and then like some people started laughing. I was like, okay, that's fine. It's cool. I get it. It's a weird name, but it, it just stuck. Weird um, names tend to do well, though. They do, yeah. But I think Fusion people were like, that's so weird. And you spelled it. How do you spell that? And I was like, yeah, I, I have know, the hardest but... time spelling, spelling rhythmic fusion. Yeah, that's why we change. It's just RF dance now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty much like how we're, we're doing everything under. Yeah, because the spelling has been so, so bad. But yeah. for the website, you know, everything just kind of like fell into place with RF dance. So we stick into that. But yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, no. So CS, I was like, that's pretty cool. I could, I could see you guys coming up with that though. Dude, no, let me tell you really quick how that <laughs> shit came about because um, it was, it was just a placeholder name. Like, oh, okay. We um, when we would be practicing when we were doing the Latin Rhapsody thing, we were called Latin Rhapsody Fire, right? But nobody knew us as Latin Rhapsody Fire. The reason being is because you know Braulio. Yeah. So we'd be in practice, right? And then he'd be like, like as we're about to like to amp us up, he'd be like, "Get it, perras, get it." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it, sucia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we would call each other sucias when we were out and about with our friends. You know, we would just like see one of like if we saw each other, see one's like, "What up, sucia?" Da da da. Right? Our friends caught on to that, and they were just like, "Oh look, it's the sucias." Right. <laughs> All right, whatever. So and the team. Fast forward two years later, we're just like, "All right, what are we gonna call ourselves?" And just like, oh, let's just say we're the Susias for right now, right? Maybe we'll come up with something later. Fucking day comes for us to kind of announce who it is that we are. And it's just like, I'm just going to say the Susias, right? And the guys loved it initially until the first performance came around. And then they were just, 
like you know the, the sucios you know it's like no we're the sucios but they were all like really quiet about it it's like all of a fucking sudden dude, like, <laughs> oh all of a sudden you want to be shy <laughs> all of a sudden you guys want to be latin raps <laughs> but um no but then i guess after that debut performance it, it ended up kind of just taking off and like people started to kind of recognize the name as as what it is but yeah. we haven't performed in a minute so yeah that, that i mean that clicked for sure yeah, it was it was fun. People were having fun with it, and right. so we were. And the routine was awesome, so that really helped. Thank, thank you, dude. Yeah, the, thank you. Was awesome. Um, we 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 try to have as much fun with it as we possibly could have because I don't, I don't know. We it was just a fun little project. Yeah, and it's it. impressive to put like people like that many people together to do one choreography, you know, and like kind of like organize that and like, but then like to like still see it different styles in it. It was really cool. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That that's all credit to Ruben Ochoa. Yeah, and you know, I, it's, again, some some of the things that that you taught me as well when when I was a part of your team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, dude, it, it was a really good time. And to hear you say that, it it, it means a lot, especially co- like when it comes down to a men's team routine. Yeah. It's just like, oh shit, Mike saw our routine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was excited about it. I was excited when you told me, but I was like, all right, we'll see if it happens this time. But I'm glad that I got it out. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't end up working out. Who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll do another one, but I don't know. That would we'll, be awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, I mean, you know, you, you've been doing this for so long, Mike, and this is something that I've kind of struggled with recently in terms of, like, what keeps me to I, – I, stop the team for a reason you know i didn't feel like i felt motivated creatively anymore i didn't feel like it was fueling me the way that it was when i initially started maybe that was because when i initially started i had something to get off of my mind and once this the routine was complete like i felt like a weight lift off my shoulders and i was like all right cool like i can relax i can go focus on something else you know but what keeps you to like motivated to keep on going like creatively like what what's you don't mind me asking what's your secret mike like what, what do you <laughs> how, how do you continue to release like peace after impressive peace after impressive peace it's just like there's no fucking stop to it like what, what keeps you going um i think creatively um the music you know like music really inspires me i like to um to tell a story you know so if i hear a song i'm like oh man like I like what he's talking about. I like that feeling. I like, and in Bachata, there's so much emotion throughout the lyrics and then the, just the instruments. I feel like there's so much emotion that you can like, you can um, project. So the, mu- the music really inspires me. Like I just start listening to a song and I'll get like obsessed with the song. And then I'll start thinking of like, oh my God, I could imagine doing like this choreography and this feeling and this yeah. kind of connection with a partner or this connection with the audience, like as for like a men's piece, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I would say that. And then just for dancing, like um, just the, my students, like it's so inspired, like that's really, a, what I love to do, like above, I mean, I love to perform, but even more than traveling, I really love being home, like with my team. Like, I feel like it, like that's where I need to be. You know, it really, it just, it's cool to just see how much it, it makes a difference in people's lives, mm-hmm. you know? And then, um, and then business, like I love business and I love growing as a person. I love growing my business and, and I've always had that. I've always known like I want to be in business. So being able to like mix like my passion and, and, and business, which I feel like is my other 
passion like in in one is is really what i like i i just can't stay in one spot i have to like keep on moving mm -hmm. so which is why i decided to like do the whole dance studio thing is i really want to grow my company more grow my group classes more so um yeah that's what keeps me going dance studio so we're we Whoa. are currently yeah. recording out. So just in case, guys, because I, I can't listen to the playback of the audio as we're recording. I don't have the, the setup to do that just yet. If you hear a little bit of an echo, that's because we are recording in the future RF Dance Center. Correct. Which, holy shit, like, we're opening <laughs> up a dance center. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, man. I, I can't even believe it, to be honest. Like, it's just, uh, it just kind of happened all really, really fast. But I, I knew that it was gonna happen at some point, but it just ended up happening happening at the at the perfect time in between my season, mm -hmm. which we, we do year round seasons, so we literally only have like two months that we're um, off, and it just ended up happening at this time, and um, and the classes have been you know luckily they've been really growing a lot our group classes and our team has been growing a lot yeah and um i've been at vip for i want to say four or five years and i've been really lucky to be there because their um studio is beautiful and it's big mm -hmm. um so and they're, they're very very um uh supportive of the team but it, it's been to the point where it's like it's just it's i want to grow like i want to really grow the, the, the my company more so your brand everything. my brand everything yeah and i want to have a place that i can call like okay this is our home like this is like where we this is home base this is home like, base yeah. for us you know um and vip always felt like home but it's nice to be able to have like a spot where it's gonna be us you know and we can do whatever we want <laughs> yeah are you planning on offering classes like because right now you you do classes on the evenings. Are you planning on mm -hmm. offering classes like throughout the day? Or? Probably not okay. right now. Um, I'm gonna focus on the evening classes, okay. on the, the Latin adult classes, um, and then the team rehearsals. And then um, I might look into opening up some more classes like in the early evening, but not during the day, not as of now. Okay. Yeah, probably some weekend workshops and some socials and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see what it is that you do with this place. I know yeah. I fucking told you that like four or five <laughs> times since we yeah. before we started recording, but no, like what you told me that you plan on doing, like it just it sounds so exciting and a forward thinking. So that's why I'm just like, okay, I I need to come and check this out. So I wasn't even like honestly, I was like, should I do this? Should I not do this? I, I always knew that it was gonna get to this point, but I, I didn't know that it was gonna be like now. And then I wrote a I wrote I read a quote that said like if you're if you're um, excited but scared at the same time, it's probably like the right move to do. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm scared shitless, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm really excited because I can see the way that I want things to go and I can see the potential. And so it makes me really, really excited to like be able to, to grow and to like kind of like put it all out there. Um, but I'm a planner. So I feel like it kind of like stresses me out because I know I have to like plan every single thing out exactly the way that it's going to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, 
<laughs> you and I are very different. In that. I'm very just go with the flow and whatever it is that ends up happening. Yeah. Happens, you know, I, I, I wish feel, I could be like that. I wish I could be like you, Mike. Like, I wish I could have a fucking plan and just like plan shit out and just like know exactly what it is that I need to get done. Because there are some times where like I get to the end of the day, I'm like, oh shit, I was supposed to do that, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Fuck. And then I'm like trying to scramble to, to figure it out. But it, I just need to work on getting myself better organized. But don't get me wrong. That happens to me all the time too. But oh really? Yeah. Even. Like, I'll, like all of a sudden I'll be like, man, like I had a list of all the things that, cause I always like just have a notepad mm-hmm. and I just write all the things, like jot things down. And then I'll sit down and I start like, okay, let's go. Like, let's go to town on this list. And let's just like cross everything out. And that's when I feel like at the end of the day, my day has been productive. Yeah. I try to not like organize it too much. I'm just like from my brain straight to the notepad, write it out and then just go like let go to town and just start crossing everything out as i get it done and when i don't have the time to sit down and do that then i feel like oh i didn't do anything today i literally just kind of did whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> you know just went around and kind of like <clears throat> did like my scheduled tasks but didn't really get to um like you know go through my checklist yeah of to do things are you a perfectionist mike um yeah i can be yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can be a perfectionist like with certain things okay you know like i'm not like the neatest person like i can like like my cars goes from like really clean to like really messy and then really like it's not like it's like things are like always in place yeah but but i would say i'm like I like to have a plan and I like to like execute the plan exactly that way. Cause I'm a, like, I like to envision things. And when I see like, okay, I see how this is going to happen. Like I, I just start to just write everything out and then just like go to town. And that's the path that you follow. I don't like, I try not to look anywhere else. I'm just like, okay, this is it. This is what, what it's going to be. Like, I just get, I, if I envision it, I'm, I'm pre like, I'm like, okay, this is possible. You're set on it. Like this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's really cool. I don't even know, like, why, but I'm like, okay, no, like, this, I get a good feeling about it. Mm-hmm. I envision it, and I'm like, okay, this is possible, like, 100%. You just, but, but, I'm like, you have to do the work, because I'm like, I know the, <clears throat> I know the end goal, and I know the map, but I'm like, but if you don't put in the work, it's not going to happen, so, like, I, I, whatever it is, I know I can do it. But yeah. I'm like, you have to just put in the work. And sometimes that's the problem. Because I'm like, oh, but like I want to work out. And then like I want to go dancing. And then I want to do all this, this, and that. So I have to check myself really quick and be like, okay, you only get this amount of time to do X, Y, and Z. You still have to like promote the classes. You still have to go teach your private lessons. You still have to do all of this. And you have to now like add on the task, the, the list of things that you have to do to like get to this goal you know yeah and that's the hard part it's like there's so many there's only so many hours in the day that it's just like fudge man like how can i get all this stuff done yeah no it it, there are times where it does feel like there isn't enough time during the day but i don't know like me i suffer from i just get really fucking lazy like i know exactly what it is i need to do but there are times where i just sit there and just like damn dude the new season of narcos just came out maybe i could just (laughs) and it'll be fine i'll figure this out yeah like you know but um but i've been like i've been learning to check myself just a little bit like nope that's it one episode you're out yeah you know and then just go go and do what i gotta get done yeah you know, I'm not going to lie. Before I came to record this podcast, like I was sitting at work. I was like, maybe I can just skip this week's episode and maybe I'll reschedule with Mike and, 
it'll be fine it'll be okay <laughs> but then the other half was like no you fucking set a goal that every thursday you're gonna have an episode so i was like All yeah right, fine. you're like and then mike's gonna reschedule on me like he did already three other times <laughs> damn it mike don't remind me about that it took me so long to get you on here <laughs> but no but but no, it ended up working out, you know, and that's really good that you did that because that's one of the things that I've like started to do is it, I commit to less things. Like I, like I, I've learned to say no, like I can't do that. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know, or because some, what, what I really, really try to do is like, if I, if something goes on my agenda, like if something goes on my Google calendar, it, it has to happen. Like mm-hmm. I, if I put it there, it has to happen. Like I've just put that in my head Yeah. that if it if you said it was gonna happen um and then you don't do it it's like you really messed up you know what i mean like you should have never said that and now so when i think about like not going i'm like no there's your punishment now you have to go (laughs) you know like no you're going like you put it on your calendar you have to do this you know what i mean so i'm like okay cool so Uh, next yeah and then and then you learn because then you're like man i gotta learn how to say no because I can't do it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's kind of like how I trick my brain into doing things. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, just, okay, if you put it on there, it has to happen. Cause it, and then if, if you really don't want to do it, there's your punishment. Next time you say no, I, didn't, I couldn't do it. Damn, yeah, I need to. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I you completely... think about it like that, you're like, okay, you have to go. That's your punishment. Like you should have said no. You should have said you couldn't make it or you should have said let me, you know, m- let me reschedule with you later or let me see my calendar later, like, so I can figure something out. Yeah. But sometimes you want to, like, save the world. You want to say, like, yes to everything, you know? And, and you can't. That's, like, that's another thing that I've learned, too, is, like, I love to help people. Like, I love to help people. That's, like, it brings me so much joy to help people. Like, I love to help my family. I love to do things for my family, and I love to do things for my friends. But I've also realized that if I'm not okay, I can't do that. Yeah, you, you know gotta I mean? take care of yourself and first. And sometimes it seems like it's selfish, but it's actually not because the the the, the if if I'm good, like if I'm doing good, then I can help other people. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to give, 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 where I end up with nothing, and then I can't give at all. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's and one of the other things. I feel like with that energy too of like you being able to take care of yourself, it gives you like um, this like energy around you where it's like it makes people want to be around you because you you are taking care of yourself while and then when you're able to you're able to take care of other people yeah you know and, and it seems like you are more than willing mm-hmm. you know because it, i do get that sense that you do enjoy helping people mm-hmm. in one way or another and that's really great um and i feel like that's why it, it makes people gravitate towards you you know mike yeah. zuniga the person you know yeah um but really quick i i have a, a question and and I don't know if you've been asked this before, but it's something that I've been wanting to ask you, Mike, for years. Okay, and <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure people have pointed it out to you. So when I was part of RF, mm-hmm. I felt like I was starting to kind of dress like Mike Zuniga, have a hairstyle like Mike Zuniga. <laughs> how does this continue to happen like every single time i'm just like uh i'm not gonna there have been times where like even if i've taken a break from the dance scene and then i come back and then i see somebody it seems like he's probably on rf <laughs> he's probably on rf and then uh, then i see you guys come to go like yep they're on RF. <laughs> what was i i've i've come to call them the, the mini mics which was <laughs> like i was how does that end up happening like do you like i feel like it's like it's consistent like you know what I mean? or 
Has anybody ever pointed that out? Yeah, all yeah. the time. Like with dancing and with like styles and stuff like that, like the like dressing and hair, like all people do it all the time. They're like, oh, I know he was on your team. Like, I, oh, I knew that guy was on your team. Oh, the hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how did you know? Like, oh, like his his tight his pants are like really tight. Fuck. You know. <laughs> I did have an over amount of skinny jeans. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't even know. Like, I I don't know, man. I just. I really, honestly, I just, I just connect really well with with the guys on my team. I feel yeah, like I just connect really well with all the guys on my team. Um, we all have like really good friendship, you know. And I don't know, it's just it's it's so cool. But I think we all kind of like create something, and then people probably think that it's just me. But we kind of all just end up, you know, you hang out with these people all the time, and you just kind of like end up wearing the same stuff yeah it's just weird how that happens like even with even with the girls sometimes like like i'll be at practice and like all of a sudden like we notice that like a whole bunch of us are matching like we're all kind of wearing the same color scheme and it's kind of random but it just it happens i don't know it, it's like something in something in the air something in the water <laughs> yeah something the in mic. the water <laughs> no because like i was who i forgot who was i was talking to i was like mike has so many mini mics where do I get a mini one? <laughs> How does he do it? Is there a store? Where, where are these? Where right. Are but no, yeah, I, 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 yeah, no. Now that you say that, it makes sense. Yeah, I, there's I like think the it's environment like, and I think it's also really important, like as an artist, like constantly, like, constantly, like reinvent yourself too. Yeah. And like, I think that one thing for me is like I'm, I always, I always try to just be like me a hundred percent because it's really. I don't know. I just try to be really comfortable in my skin and be like, dude, like, it's cool. Like, whatever. Whatever you are, whoever you are, like, it's cool. Like, no one, it's not that important. You know, like, it's not, you feel like it's so important and, like, everybody's watching you, but really it's, like, it's just you. Like, you're, you know, you're, you're the one that's, like, overthinking thinking it, you know? So, because I have that energy of, like, I'm just going to be me. I don't really care what you think. Like, what you think about the way I dress or the way I look or yeah. like what I'm into, what I'm not into. Like I think that people gravitate to that because it's, it's just like, it's genuine. And so people start, people like are like, man, like that's cool. Like I don't, oh, I don't have to like that. You know, just cause everybody else likes that. Like I don't have to be like that or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's genuine. It's positive. It's sincere. Yeah. yeah. And it's embracing yourself. Yeah. You know? And I think that that is good energy. And I, f I think that people, can sense that and so then they feel like they can be comfortable with themselves you know yeah and you're like oh like man i can wear some skinny jeans too like that's cool like why not i feel like i can rock some skinny jeans and you do you know or like oh i don't know like your your hairstyle like i don't know people just i think just try different things and then yeah and find what's them yeah, yeah. what works for them you know but i, I we have it's it's crazy because we have so many different people on the group that but there's always like one group that like kind of like sticks together, but it's not like it's clicky. It's just, they end up like really, really connecting. And those are tend, tends to be the guys that we kind of all end up dressing like each other. But like, we're such a diverse group. Like we have like all ages, like all kinds of everything in the, in the team, you know? So sometimes people feel like, oh, they know, but it's like, oh, you only really know like 10% of the group. You don't know like the other 90% because yeah. everybody's kind of like doing their own, their own thing.
how do I sign up to be a part of this group? Mike? <laughs> I have enough skinny jeans <laughs> to, to kind of, I, I can pass the audition process, Mike. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll just get the hair uh, and, you know, a, a chain too. Is yeah. <laughs> no, man, like, that's great. That's great that you are giving, like, and I, we've said it earlier in the podcast and this recording, it's, it's you're creating an acceptable environment for people somewhere where they're able to express themselves for who they are and not necessarily need to be someone that they're not, yeah. you know, um, and and essentially creating what I would call as like, aside from a home, a safe haven, you know, somewhere where they can go, you know, and, and that's, that's really special, you know? Um, yeah. But in terms of like reinventing yourself as an artist, is there any other art that you see yourself doing besides dance? Have you ever thought about like, you know, acting or anything like that? Um, I mean, I've done a little bit of acting here and there for like, like, uh, just like, um, we did a few things for this thing called Bachata Nights for MTV, I and did then, yeah, see we that. did like we've done. A, I've done a few other ones too, um, like reels. Wasn't Bachata Nights supposed to be like the Jersey store of the? Bachata yeah, World? yeah, and so that that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, they just yeah, I've done a few stuff, but no, that's not my, that's not that's not my thing. You know, <laughs> like I just feel like um, even like like when when it comes to traveling. Um, like I love to travel, I love to meet new people and I love to like uh, see new places. But when you do it every every single weekend, like to me, at least for me, it feels very empty. You know what I mean? So like I like I, I feel like that's kind of like acting. Like I don't feel like, I mean, I guess maybe if you're like so amazing at it, you know, that you're like changing people's lives or anything. But that's just, I'm probably just not good enough for that. <laughs> you know, but I, I can't imagine like any other... Yeah, anything else besides besides dance that I could that I would say that you know that I could do because I'm not really good at anything else. Like like not anything else, but like <laughs> I'm not good like at any other art form. I don't yeah. think. Like I'm a horrible like painter drawer. Like my little brother is amazing at it. Like he's like an artist. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not very good at playing instruments. I'm a terrible singer. Like I yeah, I just don't. I can't think of anything else. Are you a terrible singer? Yeah, I'm really bad. Trollo's really here with us right now. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like doing, shaking his yeah, head. Like, yeah, I see him yeah, from he's my really bad. He's just like, yeah. fuck, yeah. There's <laughs> just, I'm terrible. I mean, I know when, uh, when I have like a few drinks, I feel like, oh man, like I can sing. Like, I can do this, you know? Like, I'm for sure. And I think I'm really good. And then I watch the video the next day. I'm like, man, oh, just stop. What the fuck did I do? <laughs> stop, dude. Just dance in the background. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> hey, but you have the confidence to get up there. Yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll get up there for sure. Yeah, give me that mic. Yeah. <laughs> give me a, give me a wig. Give me a mic. <laughs> and give me a shot, and we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair to you. Damn, dude. Well, you know, it sounds like you found your niche. It, it, it sounds like you you're you're on the right path. You know, with what it is that you're doing, and and that's really inspiring. You know. Um, that being said, what what is next for for RF? Like, where do you see you have the dance studio that, that you're going to be opening up? You know, what where do you see this going? Like, do you see yourself owning like or having a bunch of dance centers? Do you see yourself? Oh. So funny because like they just asked me that question at LABF. Well, they asked me like, what do you see yourself in five in five years? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I just like I during just, a panel or yeah, during the you panel. You guys had a panel. Yeah, the, we had a panel. At LABF. I should have gone to LABF. I love yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, you know, what do you want to like? What do you see in five years? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. I just I just hope that I'm gonna be dancing and I'm gonna be you know here, <laughs> yeah, uh, alive and just doing what I love to do and 
and building and just empowering people, you know, and, and just helping people. But um, do you ever of, see like yourself hosting a festival? Uh, no, but I never saw myself owning a dance studio. That's so, yeah. Yeah. So like that, it's funny because I was actually like owning a dance studio has never been in like one of my goals, like, which is like every, that's everybody, every dancer's goals. Like every dancer I meet, it's like, I want to own a dance studio. I want to own a dance studio. And I was like, I've always been like, nah, like that's not really what I want to do. But now it's like what I'm obsessed with. You know, I'm like, okay, this is gonna, this is good. Like this is going to be good growth for me. And uh, the next, I think like what's next for me is, is the studio because even though it's here, it's going to be a lot of work. You know, yeah. it's not like, oh, it's here and then that's it. You know, it's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of growth. It's going to be a lot of marketing. It's going to be a lot of my business skills being put to the test really is what it really comes down to. Um, because I want to teach, but I also don't want to have to teach all the time. I want to be able to give others the opportunity to teach and, and grow uh, um, a curriculum where, you know, someone can come in and... and, and and potentially be a teacher, you know? So that definitely want to be hosting some socials and, um, yeah, who knows, you know, maybe doing some big, big events. I don't know about a festival, but definitely doing some big events, you know, um, with, uh, a lot of like friends and connections that I've made throughout the years, the, you know, people that are very supportive. I'm thinking it would be awesome to like put something together, like a nice big event, like a nice big collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a weekender or something, you know? bring some out-of-town artists. But, uh, but yeah, that's what's next. It's just going to be working uh, on building my brand, um, building our clientele, and, um, and then just, you know, having the studio. Yeah. That's dope, huh? Yeah. And then, you know, obviously working on myself. I'm uh, going to be definitely training more, you know, and... Um, probably not traveling as much, but, um, but just working on like, you know, creating new routines and creating new stuff for the team. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it sounds really exciting and I can't wait like to see exactly where it is that ends up taking it because I, like I said, I've always been a, a fan of, of RF. You yeah. Know, I, I, I always have, and I've always given much respect because I know to what, uh, degree it is that you push your dancers and why it is that you guys are as good as you are you know uh, from the men's routine that I first saw that inspired me to do mine um, to uh, one of my favorite uh, couple routines to date uh, was Hush mm. uh, where you debuted it uh, because it was just it was a couple's piece effort and then you ended up bringing it back as a as a team piece yeah right which I'm not gonna lie, I was just like, "Fuck, man, I should have joined that season." <laughs> but uh, it's a know, hot routine. Yeah. It, it's it's a great routine. I, yeah, I really enjoy watching it. Um, but yeah, man, it just seems like you you continue to push and push and push, and and that's great. It, yeah, see a lot of growth and a lot of great stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's that routine. That's actually it's funny because that's the first routine that Jen and I ever did together, and. It kind of like started with like me and Crystal first and we kind of had like a version of it and then me and Jen did it. Actually, I think it was when she opened up her studio, we ended up performing it for like one of their like, I think it was like a grand opening or a recital or something that she had. And then I was like, dude, this is like a really good routine. Let's like put it together for the team. And we ended up doing it. People loved it. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
so it wasn't just me <laughs> but yeah but yeah it's, it's it's a good one yeah it really is um, and then the 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 men's the one with the leopard print the cheetah boys the cheetah boys yeah <laughs> that one was yeah like i hadn't i know i hadn't anybody and never seen anybody really do a men's piece yeah. uh before that so we were like we're oh, i had a like some guys and they were like really all about it they're like dude let's do it there's like no one's gonna have men's bachata piece like let's do it so we did it we came up with something there were some moves I looked back and I'm like, man, that's some funny moves. But people loved it. Like during that time, it was like, they're like, dude, what the heck? Like guys just dancing bachata, like that's so awesome. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it was cool. And I'm glad that like I'm glad that there was so much interest in it that we could like continue to grow and like continue to do more immense pieces, you know. And I can't wait to see exactly what because uh, all right, I'm gonna tell you this. All right, whenever it is that we're working on a Susius piece, not yeah. gonna lie. When we're looking at it, we're just like, say if we were to have a friendly competition, <laughs> but we're thinking RF. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Where is RF at right now? So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just like, So that, that is always in our minds. Like, it's just That's like, good, right, yeah. We, and it's like one of those things that pushes us more. For it's sure. It's like, all right, guys, like, we, we got to get on it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I can't wait to see what it is that you guys end up coming out with, with next because you guys did... Um, Fuck, why am I forgetting the, the name of the song, the, the last men's piece that you guys did? This one, this season? Yeah. Aún uh, me perteneces? That, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it, it was a great routine. The transitions were clean as fuck. And I was just like, holy shit, okay. Yeah. This, this is dope. So I we, we do have a chat. So yeah. I, I immediately, <laughs> I was like, all right, guys, if we do this season part three, we need to step it up because they're clean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, like, you just... The, the team itself just tends to inspire us to, to be better. And, and that's, Thank you know, you. It, it all started from your creative mind. And, and that's something really great to see, you know. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, I, we're, we're about at the end of, of today's recording, you know. Um, is there anything that you would like people to walk away with with uh, listening to this? Um, I mean, just... Don't be afraid to like take a take a class, like take a dance class. You know, like it's it's just uh, it's gonna make you uh, connect with other people. It's gonna make you put your phone down and yeah. have like a real connection with another with other people. You know, and invite your friends because I feel like the Latin dance community is growing so much. Like especially right now and just the way like Latin culture is, has such a big part in like, in everything right now, you know, like Latin culture and Latin music is like so big right now. I feel like it's a great time to like invite your friends and tell them like, Hey, like take a dance class or, you know, take a salsa class, take whatever, you know, and, and learn more about Latin culture. Cause I feel it's very welcoming and super friendly. And it's, it's a great way to kind of get away from like, your daily grind and just you know like dance and have a good time and yeah just dance just dance <laughs> enjoy life and just yeah. dance all right man well uh before i go ahead and let you go i just want to go ahead and give a quick plug for your dance classes um uh as of right now you can take uh bachata lessons mondays and thursdays and then on wednesdays you offer salsa classes at mm -hmm. vip dance studio uh starting at 8 p.m but you said starting in march 
you're going to be having them here at the new RF Dance Center. That's correct. With yeah. more information to come soon to, mm -hmm. to follow up with that. But guys, if you guys are ever in the OC area, come down, take a class with Mike. You'll learn so much. Um, and I can say from personal experience that uh, the classes are always a great time. Yeah, and we're also having auditions for our team mm -hmm. coming up uh, March 15th through the 31st. So if anybody is interested, you can visit um, rfdance.com and register there for whichever team you want. We have all levels, like uh, you could be a newbie, never danced before, and join one of our training teams. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're experienced, you can join on one of our um, more advanced or competition teams, salsa, bachata, men's, ladies, and our kids team. All right, sounds yeah. perfect. Yeah, guys, all that information will be on the description. Uh, hopefully, I've, I've been really bad on posting on Instagram. I'm not gonna <laughs> post, so I, but I am going to follow through with this one. But um, yeah, so you guys heard it here for the fifth, March 15th through the 31st. 31st, and you guys can go ahead and uh, register for auditions at rfdance.com. Correct. All right, well, thank you very much, Mike, for coming on. Awesome, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, there's no problem at all. All right.